Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast. I'm your host, Austin Creed. My friends, I want to welcome you into the show. You know, I've talked about this at length many times before, so this is nothing new if you've listened to my show before. But I think it to be really disgusting how much we're lied to in today's day and age. You know, it's really easy to walk, go through your life uh, operate where there's, you go to your job, you go to school, you just clock in, clock out, kind of do your own thing, obsess about your own life, which is totally human and normal, by the way. But in doing so, when you're on autopilot, so to speak, and you're just kind of going through the motions, you're less likely to see the subtle manipulation that happens around you every day. You're not likely to see through the little lies that are told to you that over time could totally misconstrue your viewpoint. And I want to go down one of those rabbit holes today. And by a rabbit hole, I mean something that you you ever seen the old movie, Alice in Wonderland. Well, in that movie, she follows the white rabbit. I believe she follows the white rabbit down the hole and then ends up in a totally new world. She's not familiar with totally out of the, out of the random, totally out of her depth kind of trying to figure everything out that's what most people have in their life and so that's why i call it a rabbit hole i find the analogy to be very direct and one of those is how we're lied to now both men and women are lied to by the way this is not just a man thing okay but i'm a man and i will talk from the male perspective when it comes to relationships as a whole so my friends i want to start with the very first thing that i want to talk about which is that I discussed this, I brought this talking point up one time in my philosophy class last year, and my teacher was livid, he was not ready for it. I said that relationships are a power game, and he looked at me and he was like, Austin, that is really sad. If you believe that, that you are never going to be happy, how dare you say that? And I said to myself, okay, well, then I guess I'll be unhappy. First of all, I'm really happy right now, so <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. I, I could tell there was a little bit of projection going on there, but if you ask me, relationships are like everything else in life. It is a power game. Life is a power game. Natural selection, sexual marketplace selection, competition for resources, all these things are nothing new. In fact, they're as old as time itself. But yet, for some reason, we think that because we have phones and because we have computers and microphones and AI that all of a sudden, oh, we don't have to worry about natural selection no more. Oh, no, no, no. We don't got to worry about competing for things. I mean, no, no. We all just, we have peace and love and we care about everybody and we have hashtag this and we care about the environment that and my friends, let me, let me tell you something right now. Uh, natural selection. Oh, it's alive and well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's alive and well. And if you think anything else, I don't know what world you're living in, but it's not our. It's not this one. It's not this one. Because, and there's nothing inherently negative about that. I don't care if it's communism, ca- capitalism, socialism. I don't care what it is. It doesn't matter. It just takes a different appearance. It doesn't change as a whole. Competition will always exist. It's part of life. When there's limited anything, there's always going to be competition for that limited asset. 
So relationships are no different in that regard. Now, you might want examples. Well, examples of this power game can be uh, women leveraging their body against men. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't you tell. Oh, don't you sit there and try to tell me, Austin, that's just stupid. That doesn't happen. Oh, really? Well, then why is it that women lead men on? Why is it then that they know what men want? They know what we after. We want, we want the we want the we want the thing right down there. Everybody knows that. I don't care if it's extreme, if it's the number one priority for you, or if it's like the number five on the list. Because let me put it to you like this. Oh, uh, let's say that. Let's say, gentlemen, gentlemen, huddle up, huddle up here for a second. Hold on, come here, come here, come here. No, yeah, yeah, you, you in the back. Come here, come here. Um, let's say, for example, you, you see a woman, she's good looking, you're attracted to her personality, wh whatever the hell, I don't, I don't care what your metric is. Uh, let's say, um, that immediately, despite how attracted you are to her, she came up to you and she said, you know what? I am not going to give you the box. You will not ever have any kind of relation with me on that level. What are you going to do? You going to keep going? Oh, No. That's exactly why they don't do it, because they know that immediately you're going to be like, mm, okay, I'm going to go find somebody who will, You'll, and that's normal, there's nothing wrong with that, but they know that, that's why they'll lead you on, that's why there's this new thing called the friend zone, you ever heard of that before, you know, maybe, maybe when you were in middle school, you might have heard about the thing called the friend zone, and you and all your friends be like, he's in the friend zone, <laughs> what a goofy, or, I mean, look, it, it's nothing inherently wrong with what we're talking about. Women can do whatever the hell they want. No one's entitled to anything. Money, access, nothing. No one's entitled to anything, in my opinion. Okay? So I'm not saying that women are wrong for doing this. This is biology. But it is an example of manipulation and power. If you want to flip the coin and you want to go to the male side, men tend to leverage their resources against women. Oh, you want access to my money? You want access to my status? If I'm a higher status guy, a celebrity, whatever, then you have to give me what I want. That is called leverage. That is called using power manipulation to get what you want. There's nothing inherently bad about this. Can it be used for bad purposes? Yes. Does that make it inherently bad? No. No, it doesn't in my opinion. It's biology. You have something I want, let's talk about it. That's what business is. But again, that's why it comes down to a power dynamic. If you have power, you get to set the terms. You have what they want, they get to dictate the terms of engagement. That is is why things happen the way that they do. You may not have had someone articulate it like this, and the reason I'm using emphasis like this is not because you're stupid. It's because I, I, I never had someone explain things to me like this. I had to figure it out for myself and then put it in these terms so that it was very easy to understand and to see it in more of what people might say is a negative light, but it's just a realistic light. And that's only number one. Let's see, what else do I have in my notes here? I've been starting to write down more notes recently because I don't want to forget where I'm at and I don't want to say the same thing over and over again. What do we have? Oh, that's a good note. That, okay. Men have adopted a feminine lens. Now, that is not meant to say that all men are feminine, but we as men have been conditioned to have more of a feminine lens. 
let me put it to you like this. Let me ask you a question. Uh, how often do you catch yourself saying, I feel, when you're trying to express yourself? Not, I think, not, I believe, not, I theorize. No. How often do you find yourself leading with the, the phrase, I feel blank? I feel X, Y, Z. How often do you catch yourself saying that? Conversely, how often do you find yourself saying, oh, you deserve this or I deserve that? Deserve is an emotional term. Not I earned that. Not I've worked for that. No, 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 no. You, you use the term deserve. How often do you find yourself saying that? How often do you find yourself reacting emotionally instead of saying, hey, I need to back up for a second. I need to go over there. I need to back away. I need to get out of this environment. I need to step away so that I can make a logical, informed, wise, and prudent decision. How often do you find yourself reacting to things like that? That is another feminine trait. How often do you find yourself... I, I, I could go down the list. How often do you find yourself doing any of the things I just described? Because that's an example of how you have been feminized. That does not mean you are feminine, but it does make you have to reflect and say, wait a minute, why am I acting the way that I'm acting? Have the edu education and entertainment have conditioned all of us. This is not just, oh, I've never been conditioned, but you have and you got to listen to me. No, no, no. It's none of that. I had to realize this and I want you to realize, wait a minute. Maybe some of these thoughts are not my own thoughts and maybe I need to adjust and I need to say, hold on a second, this is not what I actually want to think. So now I'm going to think about it and I'm either going to accept this or reject it or modify it or whatever. You, I want you to make that choice for yourself because you should, you've earned that right if you actually go and you think it through, you've earned the right to do that. You don't deserve nothing but you earn it by having a proactive mindset of I will control my own destiny, I will control my brain, I will control my emotions. That is something that is earned. I also want to point this out. Monogamy is not the only way. Now, I wrote a whole book on this, Biblical Bachelor. I geared it more towards religious people mainly Christians and Jews, because that is more my background. And I know a lot of people, and I will, I'll be really straight up about this right now. It makes me sick. You want to go about relationships? It makes me sick when people want to come in the church, and I'm sorry to say this, most of the time it is women that come into the church 25, 30, their life's all messed up, they then come into the church, and then they want to say, oh, I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, I'm saved, I'm a, God, I'm a child of God, God bless everybody, and then when you ask them about their past, you find out they got, you know, two babies, or maybe they got a body count through the roof, bad behaviors, not good, not conducive for a long-term relationship, recreational use only behavior. They come into your like they come into your congregation. The pastor prays over them. They start going to Bible study. They start doing all these things. And then when you have the balls to say, wait, hold on a second, you're trying to set me up with this woman? No, this is not me. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about what I have seen. Okay. Okay. Now, 
I'll let myself is out of the window. This is what bothers me. It's because you are going to turn off your brain because they're gonna take the back door and try to make you feel bad for having standards. Again, going back to the power dynamic we talked about a couple minutes ago. This is why I encourage you to say, hey, you know what? Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I don't wanna be a normie. Maybe I wanna do what I think is best for me. And that's not bad. Unless, of course, maybe it entails hurting people or whatever, which I do not think you should do. But I want you to know, you have that power to walk away. Will there be complications? Will you have to go through a transition phase and might have to reinvent yourself? Yes, but guess what? It's worth it. Because otherwise, you're going to live in a life you don't want to live, and that's only going to cause you to resent yourself. And I don't want you to do that. I want you to examine your life, what works for you, what you want, what your goals are, what you think you should do, and then compile that together to form the life that you want for yourself. Not what other people want, not what society wants, not what the government wants, but what you want for yourself. Now, is it going to be easy to do that? No. Is it going to be con convenient? No. Is it going to be hard to correct bad behavior? Oh, yeah. Yes, it will. But it's going to be worth it. It's been worth it for me thus far. I can only imagine how it's going to help you. And that's what I want you to do. And that's why when I talk about this book, it's not all about the book. I spent a lot of time building this book because... It's not just about the relationships. It's everything around that, too. It's not just about the, the nest. It's about the bird in the nest who built the nest. And that is why I want you to understand why you've been lied to in certain areas of your life to get you to think. Napoleon Hill, I've talked about this so many times because I believe it to be true. Napoleon Hill, in his book, Outwitting the Devil, talks about how drifting leads to you never accomplishing anything, but re kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? But having regret about everything, having opinions that are strong about things, but not understanding what you're talking about. At the end of the day, drifting means you don't actually do anything, but you feel as though you've tried everything. I don't want that for you. I want you to realize what you want. Maybe people have told you, hey, you can't make a living doing that. Hey, that's not, your chances are not good doing that. Maybe you've been told that, but guess what? Everything in life has a transition phase. Whether it's you take the easy road or the hard road, you're going to go through a period of your life that's tough. I had a conversation, uh, was it, it was, it was yesterday. It was either, I think it was yesterday. No, two days ago, sorry. Two days ago with one of my mentors who he's been so big in my life ever since I was younger and like middle school, high school aged. And he told me that, hey, yeah, I went through a transition phase too when I got out of college. I had a really tough time. I wanted all these things, but I didn't know how to get them. I didn't know what I had to do. I wanted to do this, but I didn't know how. I didn't know who was going to be there for me. He had to figure it all out. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it's hard to do that when you go off of faulty information. When you don't realize how relationships truly really work. You don't understand how human dynamics work. You don't understand that a lot of society is just built for you to be basically uh, a robot and to serve the people above you 
in from a socioeconomic level. You need to understand these things so that you can decide what you want to do with your life instead of allowing someone else to make you think it was your idea and then you live it as though it's your idea when it's not and they've basically you ever seen the movie Inception or the Rick and Morty episode about Inception? It's like that, except they don't need to do it in their in your brains. They do it when you're awake and you don't even realize it. But that's why I want you to better your life by deciding what you want so you can make a decision. Whether it's with how you interact with women, how you interact with business opportunities, how you interact in, in a religious context, all those things are incredibly important. But you need to decide what you want to do so you can erect boundaries and you can live your life to the fullest in the best way that you want. Because as far as I know, you only get one life. So why aren't you living for what you want instead of trying to make other people happy who really could care less about you and what you think is best? My friends, I implore you to stay vigilant, to stay informed, to question everything that comes your way, especially from me and from everybody around you, because then you will be a thinker and not a drifter. All right, my friends, I look forward to help, hopefully seeing you again. Go out there. Do not just accept blindly what comes your way. Please be a thinker, not just a, fee not just a feeler, but a thinker. I'm out. Peace. Peace.